Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Difference? Go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank. Member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% Oh, and won the count. Hogs at the corners. Pitches hit high in the air and deep to left. Back goes Jake Berg. He's going to watch it get out of here. Off the scoreboard. Harold Cole in the first inning has the first hit of the game. It's a three-run homer and a great way to start here at Dickey Stevens. Morris, you know, we could have left him in, but we feel like we need him this weekend, and uh, you know, he is throwing a little bit better, so uh, you know, that's a positive thing. So I guess that's another positive. You know, the, the negative is we had two kids that didn't get an out, and that's that's really we, when, when you have limited arms. I mean, we're out of pitching. That was our last pitcher. That game gets tied. I don't know what we're gonna do. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna throw anybody that we're gonna throw on the weekend. And, uh, at that point, but you know, we we had a couple of guys that I think they threw between the two up 27 pitches and seven guys were on base. So that's that's probably what what cost us. All right, Dave Van Horn trying to find some positives after a an extra inning loss for Arkansas last night. 11 innings and they lose it eight to six to a plucky Lipscomb team. And the Bisons hung in there and eventually gored the Hogs by two runs. Arkansas used nine pitchers in the loss. And as you heard, uh, Dave Van Horn, none of whom they're going to rely heavily on this weekend. So, uh, also, got a little news on Dylan Carter. We'll hear from him about that coming up. NBA playoffs. Uh, We're going to talk some Kentucky Derby today. We've got uh, Coach Kelly coming in, thanks to Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. Joe Klein is going to take the day off. I saw Joe and Dana at the game last night. They were part of a huge crowd over at Dickey Stevens Park. Uh, 9,346 officially, but it was uh, obviously a very electric atmosphere early. And then there was a pretty good exodus about the ninth inning. People have to, uh, you know, work and stuff. It's a Tuesday game. and Kids have to go to school. That. You know, so it's unfortunate. I got a text from a friend of mine. He's like, this is why we don't get games in Little Rock. And I'm like, well, it is a Tuesday. And, yeah, people got to get up. And, you know, people got to go to work. And people got to get their kids to school. And the other thing is we were at the game Thursday, frankly, in Bomb Stadium. And the weather wasn't great. But there was a lot of open – there were a lot of open seats up there, too. So Half the crowd, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, the- we had an announced crowd of 9,346. There was probably 5,000 at Bomb Thursday night. Yeah. I think that's probably right. Anyway, it was a great, great night uh, overall, other than the fact that Arkansas lost. And uh, it was good to see some Central Arkansas guys, Wes. Pitch yeah. well. We've been talking a lot about them. And it's good to see them get on track a little bit last night. It was funny. Uh, Coach was visibly upset, more upset after this game than the Missouri State game last week. Because you remember I told you a story. I was upset. I was ready to jump off the cliff. And Coach was pretty calm about it. And I thought he was going to be the same. And he was he was upset. 
he was upset with the way they played. I think more than anything, defensively, they had some errors and some sloppy plays. One that wasn't an error, but it should have been a double play. He said they didn't hit well, they didn't pitch well, and they didn't bat well. I yeah. mean, it was not a good game at all. Well, they two guys didn't pitch well. That's basically it. I mean, uh, Faust came in, gave up three runs that's, or that's two a runs. A couple outings now where he hadn't been particularly yeah, two good. Two in a row. And then Bybee. Uh, and Bybee was bad. And that's two freshmen. And the, the rest of the guys were good. If you look at it, 11 innings, I think that those two guys didn't get an out. Everybody else, there yeah, was a, just said. Yeah, there was a couple of guys that you combine their number. Austin Ledbetter was awesome. You combine some of those guys, they pitched like nine innings and gave up one run. That's true. Um, yeah, the hitting was bad. They got a lot of walks. A lot of guys left on base. They had opportunities to score, to win it in the eighth, to win it in the ninth. They didn't get it done. They didn't have the clutch hit. But he was mad. He was upset and uh, some of the guys, I guess, uh, some of his local guys he deals with all the time, he was a little irritated, and he, he kept looking over at me like, I'm like, okay, well, let me talk to you about Ledbetter. <laughs> it, was, it was almost uncomfortable because he was mad, but then he would come back to me like, give me something else. I'm like, okay, well, I thought so-and-so pitched really well. And he, so he, he found some positives, and he was happy. He was very happy with Austin because he needed that. Um John Bolton has taken a lot of heat, and John Bolton had a good finish to the series against Texas A&M, mm-hmm. and he has struggled, though, to hit this year. And frankly, defensively, Wes, if you're not an overwhelming, solid mm-hmm. Division One shortstop, and I don't know that, you know, that they've got a great option there. It is weird that they get kind of, I don't want to say caught with their pants down, but this is that is that is a position of of weakness a little bit. And again, I'm willing to give up a little bit at the plate for a shortstop or a catcher. Yes. But if I'm not getting great defensive play too, I mean, and the thing that concerned me was, and I don't want to pick on the kid, you know, but you can only do what you can do. But there was a shot that wasn't super deep in the hole, and he didn't look like he had the arm to get it over to first base. And I'm like, maybe he, maybe it slipped. I don't know what happened mm-hmm. there, but it's just a recurring issue, and it's concerning. Well, they are living with Parker Rowland. He's not a great hitter, but he's a he's a good catcher. Right. He he does, he's throwing guys out. He's they say he's really good at calling the game for the pitcher. He catches the ball well. He frames it well. So anyway, they're living with his two ten two twenty batting average because he's a good defensive player and it's worth it. Like you said, at catcher and shortstop. Here's the problem with Bolton. He's 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 not playing well in the field right now. Um, he made an error last night on the throw. There was another ball hit to him where they should have turned two, but he bobbled it and they only got one. Uh, so if you're not going to hit and you're not fielding well, that's a bad combination. So I'll look for him to go to Harold Cole again and give him a shot. He hit the three-run home run in the yep. first. Now, later in the game, he had a couple opportunities at the plate, and he didn't come through either. But he does have a bigger stick and a better bat than and than what they've been getting out of Bolton. Yeah, it just wasn't a great night. Jace Borfin mm-hmm. was in a great position to, yeah. to knock in some runs and struck out looking at one point last night. And again, I don't want to get nitpicky. I mean, you're going to have bad at-bats, but... Um, those are guys you count on, you lean on, and you know it just wasn't a particularly great night. And I give listen, I'm going to give Lipscomb a lot of credit too. And we, well, I tried yeah. to tell everybody yesterday, this is a good baseball team, and they are dominating, or not dominating, but they're the second best team in their league. They've been really good this year, and their record isn't great, but they played a lot of good competition, so they're very battle tested. They weren't going to be scared, and as Coach pointed out too, they sold out. I mean, they threw one of their best guys, maybe their best guy at the end. They were trying to win the game, and it's not that Arkansas wasn't trying, but you're not going to sell out your pitching staff, no. which is already shorthanded and getting more shorthanded, unfortunately, it looks like with Dylan Carter, although Coach wouldn't tell us exactly what the deal is. It doesn't sound good. Um, and try to win the game on a Tuesday night. Yeah, to your point, their best pitcher, he is their best pitcher, and Coach said he's the best left-handed pitcher in their conference and probably the best pitcher in their conference. He's the guy who pitched at the end of the game. He came in at the end, and he pitched in the 8th, the ninth, the 10th, and the 11th. And he threw, uh, I don't know how many pitches. Coach pointed it out. And he's like, this is their best guy. This is how many pitches he threw tonight. Mm-hmm. Hagen Smith's their best guy. He's a lefty also. They didn't pitch him. Why? Because Mississippi State means a heck of a lot more than Lipscomb. As someone pointed out, I think it was Andrew Hutchinson, Arkansas's RPI dropped last night from five to six. Mm. It's okay. You yeah. know, it's okay. For Lipscomb, man, it was – I mean, I felt – after the game, I was disappointed Arkansas lost, but I, I heard them celebrating in the, on the field, and then they went in the dugout, and they had another meeting, and they celebrated. I'm like, you know what? Good for them. That's probably a memory. That may be the highlight of their year. 
So, you know what? Good for them. It meant a lot more to them than it did Arkansas. I mean, it's just that simple. Just depends if they win their conference tournament or not and make it to the NCAA because that yeah. would be the highlight of the year. That, Other it could, than that. But th- honestly, that could have been the highlight of their their their, their, their sure. uh, season last yeah. night. Now, you go and beat a, a top-10 team, that's pretty pretty fantastic. Anyway, Arkansas falls to 33-12, and 12, and it's not the end of the world. A lot of guys got work. And, again, I want to point out Zach Morris, we've been waiting on it, yep. and he did have some signs over the weekend. He threw some good pitches. He got some guys out. He just, unfortunately, couldn't get out of that second inning that he pitched. And then they, the Fouch, who they brought in for him over the weekend, gave up all of his runs. Remember, that's what we're like, God, I wish he could have finished that inning. Yep. If, but we felt like maybe Coach pulled him too quick. But One anyway. walk over two innings, did not give up a hit. And then Ledbetter was great. Four innings, three hits, no earned runs, did walk a couple guys. But um, but it was good to see both those guys from Central Arkansas do well yesterday. And I thought uh, Will had a good outing. He kind of got um, the bad end of the stick on the wind-aided home run. And as we've seen now on video, that, that wasn't a home run. It hit the top of the fence, the yellow, and came back into play, and it should have been a double. Hmm. And uh, they, they blew that, and hey, if you think about it, that one run meant a lot, right? Sure did. If it wouldn't have been for a home run, it was a double, and who, who knows what would happen next. But Will did get the next guy out. Well, maybe maybe Ar- he's stranded on second, and Arkansas wins the game 6-5 instead of going to extra innings right. at 6-6. Yeah, it would have been nice to get home on a on a Tuesday night a little earlier, too. So, yeah, that game took quite a while. It was a long game. I mean, I don't know what the How many are. walks? Total? Yeah. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for Lipscomb doled out. And Arkansas gave one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, eleven. Oh my God! Nine pitchers, eleven walks. I did not know Arkansas had eleven walks. Yeah, that's twenty walks last night. That's yeah. why it took so long. Yeah, it took a long time. What was the official run time? There were did you only see? there were fewer hits than runs last night. Game was four hours and eight minutes. So much for uh, speeding up play. <clears throat> anyway, all right. If you want to speed up play, have a little bit of bigger strike zone. I was not a fan of that home plate umpire last night yeah. for, for both sides. I mean, there were a couple of Arkansas times I'm like, whoa, I can't believe you didn't call that a strike. Let's go. Today we're going to talk to a few folks. We are going to have, uh, I think I already mentioned Coach uh, coming in. Kevin Kelly, thanks to Bone Heffley Orthopedics. I can remember what I told the morning show at the end of their show and start of our show. Hagan Smith will join us at 1045, and you said he was I did in- say, I, I'm- 98% sure I saw Hagen. That's pretty sure. Yeah. John Mark Goings Allstate presenting him, so we'll talk to him at 1045, find out if he was here last night and what he thought of the performance. Uh, you got to see a lot of his mates from the pitching rotation get in the mix last night. Dick Girardi will join us, thanks to betonline.ag. We talk to him every year about the big Triple Crown races and the Breeders' Cup, and Dick's always insightful. We'll get his thoughts on who he likes in the Oaks and the Derby. What? Uh, they caught me off guard. I didn't realize that was today. That's yes. awesome. I'm excited. Yep. And then uh, in the final hour, we're going to talk to our friends from uh, the event over in North Little Rock, back at Dickie Stevens tomorrow night, because they're putting on a crawfish event that is a fundraiser for the UAMS NICU. So Eric and Josh are coming in, and we're going to talk to them about that event. And it is going to be fantastic. And they're going to have great weather. looks like high 70s and no precipitation. So looking forward to that. All right. Uh, if you want to get in, 661-1037. That's our phone number. We'd love to hear from you. We also have a What the Hell segment to look forward to today, and it's a good one. I'm going to tell Coach Kelly right up front, it's a good one today. 661-1037. Um, that's also our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. And Asher Record Live fan feedback is also available through our Listen Live button. Christian, question of the day yesterday. I'm very intrigued to see what our outcome was from the one yesterday. And then today, we're going to present something a little bit out of the ordinary to you. Um, There is a TikTok challenge that I found out about this morning that's going around, and we have all tried it, and none of us could pass it. It looks easy if you can do it. It's kind of like golf. If you watch PGA guys every Saturday and Sunday, Hmm. you're like, man, golf can't be that hard. Then you get out there like, oh, my God, I don't think this is the same game that I see on TV. Um, You see guys who are great at anything or gals who are great at anything, and it looks easy. But it isn't when you actually try it. So this TikTok challenge, here's the explanation uh, online. And then you can find a video if you want to see people who can do it. None of us could pull it off, although Christian's real close. Yeah, I think if, Christian, you practice a little bit more, you'll get it. Yeah, I'll link the video, so if you just click on the link on our tweet, you'll find it. I I think you'll get it in a day. Uh Uh-uh. No. I mean, I think if I, I tried it all day today, I can come back and do it tomorrow. I'll have to see it. A lot of people have either mobility or strength. This is a test to see if you're one of the few that has both. Start by bending your leg, holding onto your foot, and lift the opposite arm in the air. From there, bend over and touch the ground. 
Slowly return to the upright position and once you're there, drop your knee to the ground. Lightly tap it against the ground and stand back up. This is much harder than it looks. You damn right it it is. (laughs) It sure is. So good luck with that, folks. Uh, If you want the video explanation, go to Twitter and you can see it on there. But I want to know if people can do it or not. I'm guessing less than 50%. Also, we put the over-under on pitchers yesterday at 5. Went way over. Almost doubled it. Nine total last night. What was our results from yesterday? Our results from yesterday, the question was, Arkansas baseball has nine games remaining in the SEC regular season. How many wins did they get? 89% of voters said five to seven wins. 89. All right. Everybody's thinking pretty reasonably, I think. Yeah. How many, how many, what was the next most popular, I guess is my question. The next most popular was? Probably six and three. Oh, and four. Zero to four. Seven uh, percent. Go four and five. And then eight plus was four percent. So. Okay, four percent. All right, nobody's feeling too insane. But it's a tough, it's a tough schedule to finish out. Neighbors said seven. John Neighbors. Seven out yeah. of nine? Yeah. That's fine. That's, 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 that's a high end of ours. Yeah. That's a, I think it's... It's very optimistic. Yes. But I mean... You know, you win two out of three and two of them. That's a sweep and two out of three in both of them. Yeah, that's optimistic. You're right, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I take six. No, seven is three. Yeah, five, seven. Yeah. I take six right now. Sign me up. Yeah. You win all three series or a sweep and two and or one. two sweeps and then you get swept? Don't I'll want that take, one. No, I'll take that. Would you? Yeah. I think I might do that, too. Six wins. I, it, it's six. like Coach Van Horn says. It doesn't matter who... It's the you know it's six the total. Just get them. Yeah, yeah. He, he also told me that uh, sweeps are hard to come by, but I've seen a bunch of them. Um, okay, we got a phone call. It is Robbie in Lone Oak, ten twenty two. Come on with it. What do you got, Robbie? What's happening? Hey guys, what's going on? Not much. Hey Robbie. Hey uh, Wes, you do a great job, sports man. I just I, I give you props for everything you do, brother. Thank and, you. Uh, also, uh, I didn't get to go to the game last night because I had to work, but I was listening to it. Uh, did we not play any of our starters? I mean, I, I know a few of them came in, I think, toward the end, back-wise. Uh, but did he play a lot of young guys last night? And in the field, he started, you know, Diggs is the leadoff batter. He led off last Normal. night. He was 0 for 5. Jace uh, Borfin, our guy, was 0 for 4. He, he started, played the whole game. And then uh, Caleb Cowley's been on a hot streak. Got the caller last night, Wes. He broke his 13-game hitting streak, yeah. I think it was. So he went 0 for 4. It's just that those guys didn't really come through. McLaughlin was good again at the bat. Yeah. Didn't have a particularly good pitching night in his first outing, no. but that's okay. Um, but, yeah, no, we saw a lot of the position players were I pretty typical. Two? And then Slavens came off the bench yeah. and pinch it. You had Jason Jones, who, but and he had walks. I think he led the team in walks. He got on base more than anybody else. Uh, he played out in the outfield, then moved to second base when they when they took uh, uh, Cole over from second and played him at short when they took Bolton out when they pinch hit him for Slavens. Uh, there was one other out in the outfield. Uh, it was because uh, uh, we've been seeing Hunter Grimes out there, yep. uh, but Hunter didn't start this Neville. game, and they yep yeah, with Neville. Well, you know the thing about it is, guys, it's my my theory is this. I mean, you know, the last two week or the week games. You know, and then we, you know, then we get up to like, you know, the, the conference games. I, I don't know what the what the deal is, or how do you overcome this hump to where you know you lose to a team like Lincecum, and then next thing you know, we go to Mississippi State say this weekend and we sweep them. I mean, I, I know baseball is a weird game, and of course, you know, some days you hit, some days you don't. But I mean. There's got to be a little bit of consistency there, I would think. I mean, I'm going to hang up and listen, guys. You do a great job. Love you. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And, Wes, you do do Uh, a great job on sports. I don't know the – I I read it this morning. I think they finished 9-3 and in midweek games. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's don't freak out too much because they lost their last two or even three out of their last four. They were undefeated in midweek games until Little Rock beat them, I believe. And then, you know, they, right. they beat UCA. Then they lost to Missouri State and lost to Lipscomb. And part of it is, it's, it's their injuries. They have three pitchers out right now. Uh, and those guys are, are key members. And, and it's hurting their depth. And so now they're, they're throwing some freshmen who may, may or may not have been in the plans this year. But now they're in the plans because they have to pitch them. And that's honestly, that is why they lost the game. I mean, you can say they didn't get a key hit here or there. You know, the fielding wasn't good. They had two freshman pitchers that came in and gave up six runs and got zero outs. Mm-hmm. That pretty much sums it up for me. Yeah, that's, that was a big problem for sure. 
Uh, did you hear the leadoff batter? I was reading a story online. The leadoff batter for Lipscomb does not eat uh, hot dogs. Did you read that? I mean, it's a ballpark favorite. Ketchup? Yeah, that's right, Wes. You know what I had last night? His Caleb Ketchup. You know why? Because ketchup doesn't go with hot dogs. It did on mine last night. Did you understand that? Did you get that? Unless you're some kind of communist. Have you ever heard of the last name Ketchup? No, it's cool, though. That was the first first time I've ever seen it. I was like, like, oh, that's cool. And he came up the second time, and he hit a home run. I'm like, that little leadoff dude, that dude just hit a home run. Did he put mustard on it? He had 12. I think that was his 12th home run of the year. He was hitting leadoff for them. He's shortstop, too. Yeah. And they have a shortstop again. He's hitting like 200, but he has 12 home runs. It's all or nothing with him. I'd take it. Joey Gallo. Yeah. Would you take that right now? Yeah. yeah. NIL. Transfer portal. What year, is, what year is he? <laughs> anyway, uh, ten twenty six. You got a hot dog and put the ketchup on it last night. I did. You have no respect And for a little mustard. Okay. All right. Well, you're half right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a timeout. As we do, I want to remind you that Oakland is happening. We're going to talk Kentucky Derby a little bit later. 15 minutes. We've got Hagen Smith coming up, by the way. But at Oakland this weekend, you've got your final days of live racing. It starts tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Oakland. And there are a lot of things to do, obviously, there outside of that. This Saturday, the Texas Tenors are in town. It is one of a few performances that are on the schedule already. Old Crow Medicine Show, May 26th. Randy Howes are coming up in early June on the 9th. You can get your tickets to those shows at Oakland.com. Book your room there as well, Oakland.com. And get down to Hot Springs and enjoy the 24-7 smoke-free casino. There's live entertainment every weekend in Pops Lounge. And, of course, over 1,500 slot machines, 30 tables with all your favorites. And even if you're not a big gambler, again, great restaurants, wonderful place to stay, and you get to be in the spa city for the week and or a couple of days or maybe a full week. I don't know. Whatever you're into. Oakland's the spot, folks. It is right there in the spa city. Go by and see them. All the information at Oakland.com. 1027. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. This is SportsCenter. Busy night in the NBA last night. The New York Knicks were able to get on level terms the Miami Heat in their series after a 111-105 victory over Miami in game number two. Jimmy Butler did not play for the Heat, while for the Knicks, Julius Randle did return to the lineup, although he and Jalen Brunson are dealing with injuries, but they were fantastic last night. 25 points, 12 rebounds for Julius Randle, 30 points, and 5 rebounds for Jalen Brunson. R.J. Barrett chipped in 24 points as well. And the Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors 117-112 last night. LeBron James, 22 points and 11 rebounds. But Anthony Davis, 30 points and 23 rebounds to go along with five assists in the series opener. Only one game tonight as the Philadelphia 76ers look to take a 2-0 lead on the Boston Celtics. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Razorback outfielder Jace Borfin gets in the zone every Monday, courtesy of Fence Brokers, providing Arkansas with the largest inventory, quality products, and superior service. Call Fence Brokers today, or you can request a quote at FenceBrokers.com. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to The Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is John Neighbors. If you missed Out of Bounds, you missed this with Razorback baseball player Peyton Stovall. Saw the game and must take his shirt off in celebration being Kansas. It's probably not something Dave's going to do anytime soon, right? <laughs> I asked him, and he said, I said, Coach Van Horn, what would it take you to take off your shirt like Coach Musselman did? And, of course, he kind of started laughing. He was like, well, we're in Omaha and late in June, and, and uh, we end up winning that thing, and that'd be the only shot that, uh, that I'd probably do it. Out of Bounds every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 right here on 103. Seven the buzz. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Eggfree and Wes Moore. Tires has some good deals right now. Go to their website, bigotires.com slash deals. That's where they put all their monthly deals. Always something good going on at Big O Tires. Great selection of tires. They got all the name brand tires you could ever want, but they also had the Big O Tire, and that's a great quality tire, too. Big O Tires and Cabot and Conway. And Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. And Big O Tires does more than just tires. They work on your car. If there's something wrong, you don't know where to take it. You've been wondering what to do with this. The check engine light comes on. Just swing on by Big O Tires. Let them take a look at it. Their mechanics are right there on hand. They can help you out. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. Vincenzo leaves it up top for LeBron. Curry with a rebound. Shot clock is off. Warriors down three. Curry double team. Jordan Poole lets it fly. No. Long rebound to Schroeder. Clock ticks. And finally a whistle comes. And it's going to be a timeout. Lakers. The guys just getting the ball um, to me in the right right spots. Uh, a lot of it came off pick and roll, a couple post ups, uh, some offensive rebounds, but you know just being aggressive when I do catch, looking to score or looking to you know play make to other guys. Um, but it was a, you know the guards, you know finding me early, which allowed them you know to to play free later on in the game. All right, as predicted in the zone yesterday, at least by Christian and myself, Lakers win game one. And it was Anthony Davis, when healthy, being the superstar that he is, Christian. He was a monster last night, you could say. Uh, He had 30 points, 23 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 blocks. That has only been matched by one other player in NBA history. Wilt Chamberlain. Tim Duncan. Okay, Tim Duncan. Um, So he was historically good last night, and also... Uh, Kevin Looney's not playing Sabonis anymore. Yeah, well, we knew that, right? Um, There was a lot of controversy over the three-point attempt late by Jordan Poole, who hit six threes last night. I heard people debating this. I'm like, what is the issue? It was a good look. Yeah, he was open. Now, he was a little deep, but he was open because he was deep. Yeah, guys shoot those all the time. I think the closest guy to him was like 10 feet away, and he closed out late, but it was... People's complaint was, why isn't Steph or Clay taking the shot? But were you watching the game? Steph was getting doubled. Yeah. No, I thought it was a good look and missed opportunity for them, but a great road win for the Lakers, 117-112. Austin Reeves, pretty efficient night, 39 minutes. You heard the alley-oop there on the highlights. 10 points. Five rebounds, and that was one of his three assists in the game. But the night, to me, outside of AD, Christian was uh, off the bench. How about Schroeder? Yeah, Schroeder was big. He was drawing fouls and stuff like that. And a lot of 
Hubbub was made over the free throw discrepancy, and Lakers shot so many more free throws, but that could be because the, the Warriors, Warriors shot 52 threes in the game. They made 30, didn't they, or something insane? Maybe uh, not 30. 20? 21. Yeah, I mean, they made, 53. they made a bunch of threes. Well, I'm like, you're not going to get to the line like that, bro. Yeah. What are you complaining about? That's yeah. how the Lakers play, though. Uh, I think AD was the MVP. The second most important player was Jared Vanderbilt, in my opinion. His defense on Stephen Curry and denying him the ball was pretty impressive. It's a tough gig. Um, by the way, Moses Moody did play last night. Six minutes. Did not shoot a shot and did not really scratch out any numbers of any any sort, but he was on the floor at least. Yeah. So, uh, in the other game last night, Knicks win at home, even the series with the Heat, no Jimmy Butler. Yeah, pretty admirable uh, performance by the Heat to almost, I mean, they were in charge of that game for three and a half quarters almost, but the Knicks kind of came back. And Without their it. top two players, the Heat? Who top, else is out? Top one, Jimmy Butler. Well, I mean, Tower Hero, I guess. But they were without him for the whole first round. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's still out. Yeah. Yeah, he's out for the remainder. Exactly. He, and they make, they make the, the finals, finals yeah. which is probably not going to happen. Yeah, when I heard him pushing Bones back into place, that didn't seem like a real high likelihood he was going to return. Um, the other piece is that we got a game tonight. And congratulations to Joel Embiid. As expected, as predicted, Christian, yesterday in the zone, his first MVP to the big man who did not play in game one. But reports indicate this morning he will play tonight in Game 2. Yeah, that's big. If they could take two in Boston, it's going to be hard for Boston to come back from that one. I'm guessing the line has moved, but this morning when I woke up, after losing Game 1, the Celtics were a 10-point home favorite. After being a 4.5-point home favorite in Game 1, a game they lost outright. I don't understand that. I'm going to check Oakland right now. But when I woke up and I was like, uh, 10 points? That doesn't make any then sense. That means to me that Embiid is not playing. Well, reports indicate that he is. Now, reports came out after I checked the line this morning. So let me see what they have at Oakland because I bet it's moved now that the word is out on him playing. The last yeah, five MV- MVPs, by the way, are international players. Joel Embiid. Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. What's his hometown? Joel? Yeah. He's from Cameroon. I don't, I don't know his hometown, but he's from Cameroon. Uh, he does have the cool accent. Uh, Boston is an eight-point favorite now at Oakland, so the line has slid a little I'd bit. I think I'd still... Yeah, I'd still take Philly. Take Sixers, yeah. So, Keep it within eight, at least. Yeah. yeah. The question is, with Embiid in there, how much different does Harden's performance look? He probably doesn't get as many points, but he's going to get more assists. All right. I'll give you that. And also, it matters how ready Joel Embiid is. Are they throwing him out there when he's right. 80% or is he 100% ready? Isn't that one of those lines that scare you, though? Looks yes. too easy. It's like... Every line scares me, Wes. I've <laughs> lost a lot. I mean, it just it's almost like they stick it up there and they're like, oh, people are going to hammer this. And we're still going to make a ton of money because Boston's going to beat them by 14. You know? It just... Sometimes yeah, it looks it, too good to be true. It can be. Yeah. Some people have said that, you know, 76ers have already done their job. They took one in Boston. They yeah. might as well sit Joel and wait for game three, but if he's ready, he's ready. Early indications are online on our question of the day that people cannot do the TikTok challenge that is going around. Again, if you missed the Pretty call hard. or the uh, clip earlier, um, you can vote online at Twitter, on Twitter at Weaver 1037 at Wes underscore more at Justin Acre 7 It is you grab your leg with your arm on the same side, and then with the opposite hand, you reach down and touch the floor while bending your knee. Then as you after you stand fully back up, you bend the knee that obviously is not on the floor. Uh, bend down and try to touch your bent knee to the floor and stand back up. It is a, it is a mother. I'm not capable. Let me do some first Arkansas Bank and Trust text. Wes, there's nothing I'd prefer in this whole world. I do have a couple stories I want to share. Hagen Smith coming up in six minutes. Fire away. All right, uh, this one. They have got to do some traffic control at Dickey Stevens and at concerts at Simmons. I was at a show at FedEx recently and was in and out in 15 minutes. It took an hour the last time I was at Simmons. Was traffic bad last night? Um, I will say this. I went to Simmons for Tedeschi Trucks last Friday. Had zero issues. Uh, don't typically have a problem when I go to a show there. This was the theater setup, so it wasn't as yeah. big a crowd. Mm-hmm. But even when you go to a big show, I don't typically have an issue. I will tell you that. And mm-hmm. maybe there's something about the way North Little Rock does things or their light structure or they have traffic mm-hmm. cops. But frankly, Little Rock failed North Little Rock last night. Um, what? Little Rock failed North Little Rock. People trying to get across the bridges uh-huh. could not get through downtown. It was already uh-huh. rush hour traffic. It was a 6 o'clock start. If uh-huh. it had been 7, maybe it had been a little bit better. But you got to have tra- traffic uh, officers downtown. It was it, ridiculous. So I, I got, I left the station at, I'm like, well, I'll go early and I'll be fine. So I think we got done with our meeting at 3, 4, 30. So I think I left here at like 4.50 or 4.55. So uh-huh. I got into the heart of downtown about 5. 
Um, I turned, I took that first right there, whatever that is, State Street maybe, yeah. and took a left to go down to Broadway and uh-huh. go over. Uh-huh. Um, I went three blocks in 30 minutes. Oh, my. It was, and the problem is people were coming in off the side, and they were pulling in the left lane where we were moving through the left lane to try to get to Broadway to turn left over the bridge. And finally, I said, hell with it. So I'm in the left lane. There's a lady right lane. I finally made it to Broadway, but I look, and it's jam-packed in Broadway all the way across. And I'm like, all the way over the bridge. I'm like, no chance. So I said, hey, I'm going to turn right. And she let me turn right. So I pulled in front of her, went up Broadway, turned left, parked over by Stevens, and then just walked my happy butt across the bridge, Broadway Bridge, over to the park, and it was no big deal. Um, I do wish that they could work it out with the the scooters are kind of a pain. So you can go, I think you can go across on one of them, either Lime or Bird, but you have to park them in specific areas, and that's such a pain. Like, I don't even want to mess with the scooters anymore. I like riding them, and they're fun, especially when you need tr- actual transportation. But, man, they're paying the butt to try to find the right spot. And I, around Dickie Stevens, I remember being, that, uh, being a hassle a little bit last time. So, anyway, they've got to get some traffic officers working downtown when there's a big event like that. Especially when there's rush hour traffic, you know it's going to be insane. It was, it was completely out of out of control yesterday. Just Chuck says that umpire was responsible for an extra forty five minutes and possibly the results of the game. Yeah, that strike zone was seemed tiny to me. A lot of. You know what's amazing to me too is they've had all these upgrades at Dickey Stevens because of the the new yeah. rules with mm-hmm. Major League Baseball. But they couldn't use replay last night? I don't know, because they had the in-house crew going. And, you know, we saw stuff on the scoreboard. Um, they, they sent me some highlights last night. Um, I don't know, uh, because this is the next one. How did they not review that home run that wasn't? Well, they couldn't do it because there wasn't replay available, even though, I, and I don't know why, because I guess you had to have monitors down there for the umpires to go to and look at, mm-hmm. and maybe that's, that technology's not available. Yep. But they, I mean, the the crew was there shooting the game, and I didn't even realize the home run was controversial until I read about it. So at the time, I mean, I just I mean, I, at the time I thought it was a double. Yeah, I mean, just with the naked eye. Yeah, and then he started waving home run. I was like, man, yeah. well, I don't think that hit that. But then Borfin didn't really argue. Coach said he asked Borfin about it, and Borfin was like, man. I was chasing the ball. Sure. I was running. Yeah. I I didn't see what it did. He said it may have hit the yellow line and bounced. Out of the park, hit that wall, and came back. He said, I don't know. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And so, and Coach said, we couldn't challenge it, so it really didn't matter anyway. Right. So, what sure. do you do? That's right. You, you complain about the next day. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to ask our friends of the Travs. Next time we get uh, Steven or one of those folks up here, we'll have to ask them about that. What are your thoughts on the recent college football playoff schedule for 2024 and 2025? It makes absolutely no sense why college football is going head-to-head with the NFL yet again. Where are they going head-to-head of the NFL? Oh, I think maybe the first games. Yeah, I think so on the first games. Saturday, December 21st, three games. And there's one game Friday. Yeah, well, not Friday, but I think that's on the sp- uh, the uh, portion of the NFL schedule where they start mm-hmm. having some Saturday games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I will suggest. No, I won't suggest that. The NFL is so popular; it's hard to argue that the college playoff games because it means so much more than a regular season. Although we're getting a playoff time yeah. for the NFL too. Yeah, that doesn't make yep. You know what? Great point, caller. Mm-hmm. Good work. Um, yeah, that's December twenty first. It's a Saturday. And then Friday night, there's one game, as Wes pointed out yesterday. And then the quarters, though, are on a Tuesday-Wednesday, so they're not getting into it. That's because of New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And then the semifinals are on a Thursday-Friday again. So you only have it that first week where there's an issue in the opening rounds that are on campus. So, I don't know. And it looks like the second year, same thing, Friday, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Mm -hmm. with the Monday championship. So, yeah, I don't know. By the way, the championships... When they start doing the 12-team playoff, are going to be at uh, Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and then Hard Rock Stadium in Miami um, for the second one in 2026. What else you got? One more. Uh, we were calling him Real Tomato Ketchup last night. He sure was. <laughs> I kept joking that he he put some mustard on it, but the, the kid was, could hit. So good job by him. Uh, we're going to talk some horse racing in a little while. There's a weird thing going on in the, in the Big 12, too, that I didn't get a chance to get to. I want to try to get to that also. Tomorrow, we are here in studio, but there is a special event going on tomorrow night, and we're going to talk to the folks putting that on for the benefit of the UMS NICU later in the show. Friday, we're on the road. We're going to be celebrating Cinco de Mayo in style, hopefully with a really cold Dos Equis and uh, maybe a taco or two. God only knows. I'm really, I've been, actually was thinking about this this morning, I'm like, I'm going to try some to find some lower carb options 
at Elia's on Friday. So I'm going to get some cheese sauce, but then I'm going to like dip my like a chicken breast or something in there. I'm trying to think about how I can be a little bit healthier. Because every time we come back from like, well, actually drive because I'm so tired. I'm so full. Flour or corn tortilla be better? Probably corn, but I don't like corn nearly as much as flour. But you like corn chips. I do like corn chips, but I don't eat corn chips. They're flour tortilla chips. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably just going to eat like I normally do. Who am I kidding? You driving? Doesn't matter to me. I now. will. Okay, I'm fine. Gonna... I'm off after that anyway. I'm going to have a couple beers. I don't have to do TV on Friday <laughs> night. So uh, I'm going to start celebrating Cinco de Mayo in style early. I'm looking forward to it. Ellie's is the place to be, and we are looking forward to being up there on Friday. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Hagen Smith will join us on the other side. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elia's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elia's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Joe's Garage in North Little Rock and Dewdrop Auto Repair in Pine Bluff present the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show Saturday, May 6th at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning up starting at 7 a.m. or pre-register online at btbautoparts.com. Best of show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be best of awards for truck, muscle car, original, rat rod, Corvette, and off-road along with having class awards from pre-1949 to present. It's the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show presented by Joe's Garage and do drop auto repair. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. It's Justin Acri and I'm Reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. If you want sports and entertainment, then you've come to the right place. You're in the zone with Justin Inquiry and Wes Moore, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 and two in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck 
struck him out swinging. Hagan Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? Nine dudes pitched last night for Arkansas. Hagan Smith was not one of them, but he is... The only pitcher on the Arkansas staff who is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline right now, so we appreciate him. Hagan, how are you? I'm good. How are you all? We're good. We're good. It was a really uh, great atmosphere last night at Dickey Stevens Park, and unfortunately, Hawks came up on the short end of the stick, but it certainly wasn't for lack of trying. You saw a lot of your uh, pitching mates get out there last night. We were excited to see a couple of good performances. Austin Ledbetter and Zach Morris, who have had their, uh, I guess, their struggles a little bit this year. Zach showed some signs the other day, and then... Came out and didn't give up a run in his two innings of work last night. Um, what was it like watching, I guess, all those guys warm up and get out there? That was a little bit of a unique situation. Yeah, it was good to see all those guys throw. And then you got to give credit to all the guys that pitched pretty good. I mean, Austin and uh, Zach had their ups and downs. But it was nice to see them come out there and do good. I mean, I just think the guys that get that struggle a little bit, like yesterday, I just need to get confidence back. Uh, they'll, they'll be good for the rest of the year. You know, we talked Lipscomb a little bit yesterday on the show. This is a good, fo- uh, good football team, good baseball team. Twenty-four and twenty-one, second in their conference. I mean, their RPI is pretty solid. Uh, we knew they'd be a tough out. I mean, I, I assume you know, in talking to your teammates, I mean, these you guys were, you know, pretty well aware of what you were up against. Yeah, I mean, we, we knew coming in they're a good team. I mean, I, I think they beat Vanderbilt in the midweek this year. I could be mistaken or not. I know they won a series uh, against they, Notre Dame earlier this year for sure, so they've they've definitely played a lot of good competition. Yeah, I mean, you, just by watching them warm up, taking BP, you could tell they could hit, and they all look pretty athletic. So we knew what we were getting into. I just think we just didn't play the best of what we could. What did you do last night? Uh, I was in the bullpen, kind of just helping a little bit at the end of the game. I was in the uh, – I threw a bullpen yesterday, actually. I thought it would be your day to throw a bullpen. Then when I saw you at the game last night, I thought, well, maybe it's his day to throw, and he'll do his throwing in the game. I thought maybe we'd see you for an inning. Yeah. No, we're good. What would you think of the crowd since uh, that that was your uh, chance to see North Little Rock at its finest? Yeah, I thought the crowd was amazing, honestly. It it was really loud. The atmosphere was really cool. I mean, that was the first time I'd been in that ballpark, and it didn't disappoint for sure. You know, it's like when you're a rock band and you travel all over the country and you're playing the same songs every night, it's probably easy to sort of take that for granted. But you know this, Hagan. I mean, there are a lot of people in that crowd last night that have never been to bomb and will not have an opportunity to see Arkansas play baseball this year outside of that game. So it is a cool deal, and you do really open that door up. Plus, it wasn't a televised game, so they knew they had to get tickets if they wanted to see it. Yeah, Coach Van Horn talked to us about that. He's us that most of the people that come to these games haven't been to bomb in a while or have never been to come watch it, so... It was cool that they got to come watch us. You could tell they really enjoyed it. Yeah, the problem is you guys are so good, it's hard to get a ticket up there nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> I saw two kids from Camden. I mean, Camden's like an hour and a half, two hours south of Little Rock, and they made the trip. I mean, they were so happy to be there. It was their first time to see you all this year. But you think about it, if Camden's an hour and a half, two hours south of Little Rock, then it's another you know, two and a half hours to face. It's just not easy. you know. And this, by playing down here, it gives everybody a chance, some of these little kids, to, to watch y'all play. Uh, and I was so disappointed. Did you see the little light show they did after one of the in- the eighth inning? You know, and they had the light. They had the new LED lights. Oh, and, yeah. And they were blinking them on and off. I was like, man, if they hit that game winner, the fireworks go off, the LED lights, this is, this is going to be a little, little special. What's it like, though, playing in that park? Because it is a bigger park than at Baum Walker. Yeah, it, it was bigger for sure. But I mean, I, the wind was blowing out pretty good for about five or six innings until it got dark. I mean, the lights were really cool. I wish we had those in Baum. I think the only place we've been to that had that was LSU, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they did or not. But I thought, I think that's really cool to have in a ballpark. I mean, if we could have that in bomb, that'd be awesome. I'm sure the fans would love it, too. I don't know if they have lights at uh, LSU. We may have just been getting a contact eye from all the drunks in the stands. I don't know. <laughs> you know and, they ha- and I don't know if you guys talked about it, but the lights there, they have some lights that shine up in the air. 
And so on a, a pop fly that gets above the lights, yeah. you know, sometimes that ball can get lost right at a certain time of day where, you know, the ball gets above the lights and you can't see it. You can't find it. There, that with the light shining up in the air, it hits the bottom side of the ball and it allows the fielders to see the ball when it gets above the lights. Oh, I did not know that. That's pretty cool. I mean, that definitely helps a lot for sure. I mean, I remember when I was an outfielder in high school, I had a hard time seeing anything. When was the last time you played outfield? In high school. Okay. Um, let's talk about – we buried the lead. I mean, congratulations on the, the Texas A&M sweep. That was pretty awesome. I mean, you guys are coming off a disappointing sweep, and then you come back and sweep them. And they were very entertaining games. We were all a little puckered, mm-hmm. I think, in the Saturday game. As, uh, you guys were up 8-zip, and then it ended up being an 8-7 final. But uh, how would you evaluate the weekend? I mean, it was obviously nice to get back and, and sweep a team back after losing. Yeah, like you said, it was really big for us, honestly. Coming off of the Georgia thing, I think we just needed to regain our confidence and just, like, play how we know we can. I mean, we're really good at home. I just think we need to carry that away. You know, and it'll be really dangerous to beat. I thought we pitched and uh, hit really good this past weekend. And we just held A&M. Well, they just made a lot of mistakes. I think we capitalized on their mistakes. And you guys played really well in the field. Take me back. Uh, runner on third, one out, fly ball to medium short left center field and Hunter Grimes and that throw at the plate. What would you think? That was crazy. I mean, I was... I was running back up home, and I was just like, I kind of like turned my head a little bit just to get back there. And the next time I, I turn around, the ball's almost one hop to catch her and tag him out. It was crazy. And he was out for sure. After that replay, I, was, I wasn't even worried at all. Out of 100 times, how often do you think that guy's out? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that, I think that might have been the first start Grimes got in the outfield. Was it not? Ooh. Uh, maybe may have been or uh, may have been the second. It, it, not many. I, I would say that's a five five yeah. percent play at best. You're not going to get that guy yeah, out I mean, more than five percent. That was a really difficult play. Yeah. Okay. When the ball was in the air, we were at the game, by the way. And when the ball was in the air, I'm like, well, dang, they just took the lead. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no doubt. Sure. I was not sack fly. I, I wasn't hopeful at all. No. Were you? Did you think there was a chance? Um, honestly. I mean, I thought he was gonna. I thought it was gonna be close. I didn't know if he was gonna be out or stick, but I knew he was tagging up for sure. And I, I, didn't, I can't remember what runner it was, but I didn't. I can't remember if he was fast or not. So it was a little iffy. He wasn't fast enough, that's for sure. Uh, talking to Hagen Smith, courtesy of John Mark Goings Allstate. we got to hit the top of the hour break here real quick before we go. We're talking about atmospheres, about the biggest atmosphere there is out there in college baseball. Duty Noble Field this weekend. Uh, give me your thoughts on the matchup with Mississippi State. They've obviously had a down year, but certainly they're going to be looking for a chance to get right against you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're going to be a good team, SEC baseball team, so they're going to be really good. I think it's going to be really fun for us to go down there and enjoy the environment at the same time and play hard. Yeah, it is a neat stadium. I will say, I haven't been to a game there, but I've been to the to the basketball arena, and it's right next door. And I poke my head over there. It is a cool looking field. But uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully you guys have some success this weekend, man. I appreciate it. tough tough road ahead, obviously down the stretch here with South Carolina and Vandy too. But we'll uh, we'll talk more about that down the road. But good luck this weekend, Hagen. Thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, very good stuff, Hagen Smith. Excellent, very efficient. Works like on the radio, mm-hmm. like he does on the mound. Um, all right, we are going to hit the top of the hour, come back. Coach Kelly's going to join us. Joe Klein had to travel around today doing some Corky's delivery, so he couldn't get there. But don't forget, Bird is the word over at Corky's today. Buck off chicken sandwiches and dollar off chicken fried steak after four. Dine in. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company.